0: This is the Taz and Jim Podcast.
1: And what a time to be alive. It really does feel like we're living in the future. It's starting to to feel that way with all the technological advances that are happening around us. Like, Look at this headline. Drone delivers lungs for transplant to Toronto Hospital in World First. (laughs) This is awesome. A drone carrying lungs flew from Toronto Western Hospital to Toronto General Hospital on September 25th, the journey lasted six minutes, was completed around 1 a.m. local time. The recipient was a male engineer with an interest in drones. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> His transplant went well. So the guy who was getting the lungs, he was, he was a fan of drones. So I guess he thought this was super cool. Sure. Guys, yeah, I'd love to give something that's never been tried a try with my new <laughs> lungs. But honestly, if I was desperate for some lungs, I'd be like, yeah, sure. Yeah. They can take an Uber if they (laughs) want. I don't care how they get here. Just get them here. Uh, The company behind the delivery said it chose Toronto General Hospital because it completed the world's first lung transplant in 1983 and the first double lung transplant Mm. in 1986. Good on Toronto General. Yeah, there's some street cred for you.
0: Is no. it, oh, keep going.
1: No, you go. What you? I was gonna got? say,
0: as impressive as the drone thing is, like, how do you account for just pigeons flying around? Like, imagine if like a pigeon just smashed into this drone, and the guy's waiting there for his lungs. Yeah, it is. It does as amazing, and incredible as as it
1: is. it still makes me a little nervous. Is there a guy with a remote control, or is this all done with GPS? Because hmm. how stressful would that job be if you're the dude? It, who who is controlling the drone that is carrying someone's lungs mm-hmm. from one end of the city to the other? It's a lot of pressure. Yeah, you got to avoid the pigeons. You got to avoid the buildings. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the fog starts rolling in. Clouds get low or something. <laughs> like, I, I've never been great at those drones. It's, they're easy to get confused. Hold on, which way's up? Which way's left? Right? You know? It's, oh, I always smash them into the wall in the house. Totally. And make sure you have the batteries charged. <laughs> You don't need some guy having having a burger and fries on a patio. Suddenly a pancreas falls <laughs> on his plate. I guess I'll eat it. Where'd that come from? But pretty cool. A drone delivering lungs for transplant. Dodgers beat the Giants last night. They're going to move on closer to uh, the World Series here. No balls, two strikes. And Flores, did he go? He did.
2: swinging strike three oh no.
1: controversial end of the game that's uh, wilmer flores who checked his swing but the umpire called it a full swing strikeout game's over series is over season's over that's it for the giants and uh, <laughs> it can't feel good to go out that way when the game was close you like, did It was 2-1, to Mm -hmm. attainable. If he had hit that ball, it could have been a completely different ball game, as they say.
0: Yeah, yeah, and there's a lot of heat on the umps right now, too. Uh,
1: So just poor timing all around. The real losers in the Giants-Dodgers matchup was anyone who paid for parking outside of the game. Now, what would you think it would cost to park for uh, the baseball game? Giants, Dodgers. I would say like uh, thirty bucks. San Francisco, forty. Okay, forty bucks maybe. Oracle Park, forty bucks. You'd be way off. Over a hundred. Really? Between one hundred and seventy and one hundred and eighty dollars for parking. <laughs>
0: what? I say that's as much as the ticket.
1: I know. I'm looking at this and I'm I'm trying. It's not registering. That's insane. Oh, man, they know they got you, too, because you wouldn't know before you went down. It's usually these, they're like pop-up parking lots. I guess the parking lot guys are trying to make up for some lost time over the past year and a half, too. Hasn't been a lot of events down at the stadium. Still, I, it's a cash business, so I, you know, everything's kind of
0: semi-legal, but it just sounds like price gouging to me. I'd be taking the train in.
1: Yeah, that's brutal. brutal. Would you pay 170 But the thing is you would you wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to decide
0: the train. You you'd bring the family and you'd go you wouldn't know unless you were looking at social media before you went down there how bad it was. They got gotcha. Yeah, and then you're like running late and you go, "Well, I don't
1: even know this city that well. What do I do?" Should be illegal. What's yeah. the highest you've ever paid for parking? I think I've paid $40. Yeah I wasn't think, happy about that
0: Yeah I think in Miami I went to a Miami Heat game Two years ago And it was like 30 bucks And I thought that was pretty bad U.S. And you like park down be Underneath a off ramp In the sketchiest neighborhood <laughs> ever
1: Please stay by these cars sir If I give you this $30 <laughs> Please don't leave Well I'd expect my car to be detailed and cleaned For 170 <laughs> 180 Yeah top up the gas while you're there too uh, Jim, have you made your appointment to get your your QR uh, code tattooed on your forehead yet? I know you are thinking about that.
0: No, I am thinking henna tattoo. You know, just when the when the when the regulations ease up, I don't I don't want to look like an idiot after that. <laughs> so those last what two weeks? Yeah, yeah, a couple two, weeks. weeks. Just re up it every 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 fourteen days. You don't want it to be permanent, no.
1: Worst would be if you got it and it didn't work.
0: (laughs) Like your mole was right in the middle of it or something like that, and it threw the whole thing (laughs) off?
1: (laughs) You can start downloading the Verify Ontario app. They're trying to make things a little more streamlined with a uh, a QR code vaccine certificate. Now, they're worried about the, the system getting overloaded. So as of today... You can download your QR code on the OntarioHealth.ca website if your birthday is from January to April, okay? And then tomorrow, if you're May to August, you'll be able to download, and then September to December. Yeah, they don't want everyone doing it Today they're worried about the system okay. crashing.
0: Okay, I mean if it's gonna crash today, I mean you know when you go to a bar or something like that and they're like, oh sorry, the the taps a little finicky on this one when you're using the deb. Like how many <laughs> how many QR codes are not gonna work when this happens?
1: Well, I just I, I'm not a plan ahead kind of guy. I'll most likely download the app in a parking lot somewhere. For sure. <laughs> Knowing that I'm about to go into an event or a restaurant. I think a lot of people will do that. So I don't know if, if it's even going to matter doing this whole staggered rollout thing. Yeah. Last last night I went to a place. I don't want to say where it was. I don't want to get anybody
0: in trouble. But uh, two girls walked in and they said, oh, I'm sorry, we forgot our wallet. And the guy running the door goes, do you have Instagram your instagram say your name on it so they yeah oh yeah so they showed them their whatever passport on their phone and then also the name of them on facebook with a picture of themselves so instagram accounts are now no no they're not allowed but that's why i guess people are using
1: that i think this guy might have just been trying to get their instagram details oh so yeah you could, think he banked it? it was like okay that was a at shorty 42 yeah 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 i'll give them a follow later <laughs> Hey, it's me. Remember the guy? Uh, Remember the guy who let you in? The doorman at the restaurant? <laughs> you up? <laughs> mm-hmm. You getting your QR ta- tattoo this weekend or what? But QR yeah. code?
0: Can't say I'm shocked that they want to add another level of security to it, though,
1: <laughs> after that. Yeah. Well, listen, anybody, like, you're not the most skilled guy with Photoshop or Microsoft Paint, but how easy would it be? Like, the thing I've been showing so easy. is a screen capture of a website, which you could easily manipulate to make it look like it says anything.
0: Yeah. And let's be serious. Nobody's even looking that close. Like, they just go, oh, yeah, okay, whatever. Like, nobody's, like, really getting the magnifying glass out. You haven't seen anyone get tackled for...
1: No, it's, it's like, the briefest look, like, okay, I did my part. Get in there. Right. I want to make money. My business has been struggling for the past two years. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, let me see your wallet. Oh, you want my ID? No, I just want to see how much cash you have (laughs) because I need some money. And there's no cash. Get out of here! (laughs) So if you're born between January and April, maybe you are the kind of person who plans ahead. You can start downloading your QR code for vaccination certification. There's a couple new movies out this weekend. One is The Last Duel. This has got some stars in it. Ben Affleck, Matt Damon... Jodie Comer from uh, Killing Eve, Adam Driver, and it's directed by Ridley Scott. Historical film, about the last legally sanctioned duel in France back in the 14th century, so oh, it's cool. a real period piece, mm-hmm. and getting really good reviews from both audiences and critics. The last duel. Have you seen the, uh, the trailer for it? No, no. Some interesting hairstyle choices. <laughs> yeah, there's some mullets. I didn't realize how big mullets were back in the 14th century. But well, yeah, long hair was cool, but you got to fit your helmet on still, right? Sure, it's like hockey players. Yeah, yeah. You need the flow coming out the back of the helmet, but you don't want it to hurt your ears when you pull it down over. Yeah, yeah. Like if it's a practical a haircut if you're wearing a helmet. Exactly, the mullet. Another one in theaters, Halloween Kills. Yes, Michael Myers is back, and so is Jamie Lee Curtis. She returns as Laurie Strode. Um, Michael Myers survived the last movie. Shocker. And uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, she gets like a posse together to go after Michael Myers, so he becomes the hunted in this. Hmm, does he it's still go, a just fun walk idea. away very slowly? He disappears after you kill him. <laughs> oh, there's his body. Wait, it's God. Oh, no. no. <laughs> We're in trouble. I watched they have the um, behind the scenes, what's it called? The movies that made us on Netflix. You've been yeah. watching that? No, but I saw it. There's a new one out, and it's it's Halloween. And again, it just goes to show that 90% of like, the amazing stuff in these movies that we watched growing up, was because of budget costs. Like it, what? Like the mask. The Michael Myers mask. It was like a prop guy went down to Hollywood Boulevard to a costume shop and bought a William Shatner mask, spray painted it white. There was no description. There was no guidance. They just like, go get something that looks like a Halloween mask with like a plain human-like face. Yeah, yeah. And he spray-painted that, spray-painted the hair, put it on the uh, stuntman, and they're like, wow, I think we got something here. <laughs>
0: that's amazing, eh?
1: Yeah. And you can write that down, but it, t- it definitely works. Something about that face. Well, it's iconic, Yeah, right? And it was, it was basically a mistake. Huh. You really do have to capture lightning in a bottle. Yeah, that's cool. To create these, uh, these movies that last uh, decades, generations uh john carpenter didn't even really want to do the movie he's like okay yeah i guess i'll do it huh hey, how much you gonna pay me yeah sure i'll do it can i put my name over the title can we call it john carpenter's halloween
0: <laughs> all right i'm in he just wanted to do that cool piano intro and he, he makes all his own music too the right?
1: soundtrack he, he wrote that in three days really yeah Huh. good on him you overthink things, right? Yeah, yeah. Go with your gut. Just get it done. Halloween kills in theaters as well this weekend. Time for sports. Taz and Jim joined by Devin peacock, peacock, our sports guy from Global News Radio, peacock, and some big news for Hamilton yesterday uh, announced by the CFL. Dev, what do we got?
2: Yeah, not only will Hamilton be hosting the 2021 Great Cup, they're going to be hosting the 2023 Great Cup. So two of the next three Great Cups in Hamilton at Tim Hortons Field, which is a beautiful field. So uh, it should be nice. I mean, whenever they used to have this long stretch back in the day where they had all the Great Cups at the Sky Dome in Toronto, which is fine. In some sense, but it's nice when you can be outdoors and experience football weather and you'll get football weather in Hamilton.
0: It's, it's great to have it twice in Hamilton for the city of Hamilton and Ticats fans, but is it great for the league? Like, I don't understand. Like, the Super Bowl goes to a different place. Every year, like you want to spread it around and show the love to the whole country. Jim, there's,
1: there's only eight teams. <laughs> yeah, I, <was> so <laughs> <laughs> I know, but like, I think it's awesome. Like I'm hoping well, to go to we, both. Hamilton, but... Hamilton got a bit of a raw deal because of COVID, uh, right? So we've been waiting for this great cup. It almost doesn't count the one we're about to have unless the Cats win. But uh, to, to do it this year and then hopefully we're even more back to normal when the great cup returns in two years.
2: Well, Taz is right. So the Great Cup is set to be played December 12th this year, but they've had to scale it down due to the pandemic. So 2023 really is saying, hey, we know you got boned. Here's something we're doing nice for you. <laughs>
1: tickets go on sale next week for season ticket holders for the upcoming great cup uh followed by sale to the general public starting october 26 if you're a tie season ticket holder you already know this you've already had access to great cup tickets so if you can get them get them asap great cup coming to hamilton twice in the next three years
2: let me do a quick little shout-out to Joe Zuger, because on this day in 1962, Gabs quarterback Joe Zuger set a CFL record, eight touchdown passes against Saskatchewan.
1: Gotta love the Zugs. Thanks, Dev. <laughs> hey, bud. You know, interesting stuff happens in the country, too, Some, sometimes. So I guess it's time for the Rural Report. The Rural, Rural? Rural Rural Report. There we go, bud. Yeah, we got the uh, the big cities in the Taz and Jim listening area, but there's also lots of small towns, and there's exciting stuff that, that happens in the small towns, and to highlight that, who better than our very own Jim Kelly, the pride of Mitchell, Ontario. Mm-hmm. Jim, where are we going with the rural report this morning?
0: We're going to the... You know, the the gateway to the Manitoulin Island. We're going to Tobamori this morning, Taz. And, you know, a couple weeks ago, I was pretty offended when one of our listeners called and says, Oh, these country people, they can't drive in the big city. <clears throat> well, I like to say the big city people can't drive in the country. Because case in point again, we have another driver of an SUV who has taken a turn directly into the boat launch and driven into the lake and is currently submerged. <laughs> I don't know if they missed their <laughs> chichi ma and uh, just tried to catch up on the water or if their GPS took them down a the wrong turn, but this photo has just arrived. A guy named Jack Salen posted it. Another one down the ramp, he says, and it's a black SUV uh, um, with 10 feet of water above, above the roof of the car. You can still wow. see the brake lights on and the wow. dock above it. So it's not like there's like there's like a you know a bumper sticking out that a tow truck driver can wrap a chain around and yank her out. She is
1: long gone. Call the divers. She's a write-off. So you're speculating that somebody, the boat was leaving, the Chichamon was departing. And they're like, oh, that's my ride to the island, and maybe they just gunned it to try and get yeah, on. Yeah, they're like, I see <laughs> this empty field, this dark field,
0: <laughs> and then went for it. Or is probably uh-huh. somebody looking down at their phone, at a GPS, confused, right. and you know. They I, were not trying to launch a boat. No, there's no boat in sight. This was not like you leave it in reverse accidentally and step out and then uh-huh. it, everything's gone. No, this was face first into the boat launch. Didn't even stop hitting the gas until it was definitely under the water. You know, here's the thing. You know, a lot of people aren't used to driving near lakes, so I got some rules here for anybody who's confused driving near a boat launch. If there's a bass by your gas, you might be driving down a boat launch. <laughs> if there's a boater near your motor, you might be driving down a boat launch. If you're a dipstick... What? Oh, boy. If you you're dipstick... <laughs> move past that one. <laughs> your dipstick is taking a dip. You might be in a boat launch. If uh, if your GPS voice says in 50 meters, take the next sploosh, you might be driving down a boat launch. <laughs> if you if you if you gotta give if you go to give a fellow Jeep driver the old Jeep nod, but then you realize, wait, that's not actually a Jeep, it's a walrus. You might be driving down a boat launch. <laughs> if your hitchhiker is a mermaid, you might be driving down a boat launch.
1: Right. Submerged completely, their SUV underwater at the boat launch. Photo is up on the Taz and Jim Facebook page, so you can enjoy. Now we we try to serve the communities that our show is broadcast in, and that includes uh, Bayham. Bayham is right down closer to Lake Erie, kind of in between London and Hamilton, like closer to Tilsonburg, right in yeah, Norfolk County. Uh, and there was a. Uh, An interesting crime that took place in Bayham. They got a really good picture of the suspects here, and we've put that up online. Uh, Check it out. See if you know these people. Explain what they did and what is going on here.
0: They stole... Well, they broke and entered a place. Break and entered a place, however you want to say it. And they stole a large xylophone. And they're carrying it through the woods to their car... Uh, there's a man in front wearing sweatpants and he's leading the, the xylophone down some sort of nature path and then there's a woman behind him, she's wearing short shorts and only a bra which is confusing uh.
1: <laughs> there they are, running away <laughs> well, that's a sweet xylophone the thing is massive yeah, it's a bit of a heat score too because
0: like there's not that many xylophones out there, so if you get busted with one in the back of your car Hard to make up a fake excuse. Now, you mentioned that uh, it, maybe people might recognize these people and we can help out. Well, I post it. It turns out they've already busted these people. The photos, they have identified these people, and they got their xylophone back.
1: Oh, the xylophone has been returned. It's been
0: returned. Gloriously oh, returned.
1: Which is great news. Was it uh, like a dispute over the xylophone ownership, or was it just a random break and enter, and they're like, wow, that xylophone looks like it could be worth some money? Do we know the answer to that one? I
0: don't. Let me look into it. But, you know, it seems like one of those things where it it looks like... I'm assuming a xylophone is expensive, right? Like, I've never seen one in, like, real life, I don't think.
1: How much is a good (laughs) xylophone? Yeah, hundred and forty bucks, hundred and sixty-nine bucks. This one looks similar. Oh wow, okay, this is a good one. It's uh, almost a thousand dollars if you get a really good xylophone. Yeah, yeah. It's
0: just I don't know. I don't know how many pawn shops know how much they're worth. I don't know, but it looks like it was like caught on a deer cam or something like that, a hunter's camera in the forest because it's in the middle of nowhere. But uh, as far as I know, only the uh, OPP have said both individuals involved in a break and enter and theft have been identified, stolen property has been recovered, and we'd like to thank the public for their vital assistance in this investigation.
1: Oh, good. So we don't have to get people, we can take that down.
0: But, you know, Case let's closed. keep the shame post up. And it's confused because why people are saying, why is this lady in a bra? Why
1: That could be a bathing suit top, too.
0: Well, most women are saying it's a bra, and they're the ones who are most curious about it. Like Liz Jolly, just curious to see what happened to her shirt candy is that a xylophone where the heck are they gonna fence that and where's her shirt
1: <laughs> thank you very much for checking out the taz and jim podcast if you want to listen to us the old fashioned way live on the radio you can do that on fm96 in london or y108 in hamilton weekday mornings from five thirty until nine thirty. or subscribe keep downloading the podcast and we'll keep talking